0: now remember what we're talking about now is the gospel the presence of the Holy Spirit remember way back I am not ashamed of the gospel you know uh, because it is the good news it is the you know well now we've had the freedom from all those things now we're talking about and the good news comes down to what the Holy Spirit dwelling in us changing us and preparing us to have a glorious body forever with God in heaven. That's why we're groaning, you see? Uh, Awaiting the redemption of our bodies, that's our adoption of sonship. We're awaiting that. That's not a myth. That's a down payment, as he's going to say in a moment. See, the Spirit is the down payment. He's the arava of this, aravon of this. Okay. Because we're saved by hope, in hope, you see. Hope, the object of hope, if it's seen, is not hope. Uh, Who hopes for what he already sees? Nobody. If we uh, do not see it and we hope, we are waiting for it with with perseverance, okay? Okay. So now we've got the witness of the universe. We've got the witness of our own spirit. That This is not the last day. We're, we're going places. This chapter is telling us, because it's about the Holy Spirit, who is, as you just heard, He's the out He's the down payment. Now, in a like manner, now listen to this one, the Spirit comes to the aid of our weakness. For what to pray for as we ought we don't know. We're so dumb. So the Spirit, you see, intercedes uh, with unutterable groanings. The prayer of the Spirit in us is the foundation of our hope. And he who searches the hearts knows the uh, preoccupation of the of the Spirit that he is interceding for the saints. Isn't that beautiful? The third motive for hope, you know the Holy Spirit, you can experience the Holy Spirit praying. He comes to our weakness. We don't know what to pray for, but he does. Now, I have always linked this, because I think the Lord showed it to me, with some material later on in chapter 8, where, uh, you know, who can be against us and so forth, and, um, you know, Jesus Christ, who's interceding for us, So this prayer of the Holy Spirit is what? It takes that prayer of Jesus interceding for the whole world, pleading, showing his wounds to the Father and pleading, and he puts that in us. So we're joined to the intercession that's going on in heaven. And that's why he can say, you see, that he comes to our weakness. We don't know what to pray for as we are, but he prays with unutterable groanings. The universe groans. We groan. The Holy Spirit groans. Isn't that awesome? How can he love us so much to come like that to us and to pray inside of us in such a way that our prayers are heard, you see? The very Spirit is interceding with unutterable, unspeakable groanings. Huh? And he who searches the hearts, it's the Father, knows the preoccupation, the phronima, of the Spirit, that He is interceding for the saints. He knows that. So the Spirit is not only there, He's in us. And He's putting the prayer of Jesus in us. This is why it's so important to learn how to intercede. To learn what that means. So that the Holy Spirit guides us, leads us, and we pray with un- infallible prayers because of the prayer of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, living and moving and groaning in us. So now we've had the universe groaning, ourselves groaning, and now the Holy Spirit groaning. What love that he would be that close to us, huh? And if I'm correct, that unutterable groaning is taking the intercession of Jesus It was before the Father, as I said just earlier here, you see. uh, And uh, interceding for us. And now, the Spirit. But he's groaning. Isn't that mysterious? Then, it says, and we know, and this is the last one of these foundations of hope. We know that for those who love God, he works everything for the good. Isn't that marvelous? Even our sins, He can make them work for good. Now that's something, isn't it? At least He'll keep us humble, but more than that, keep us sympathetic and keep us grateful. He forgave your sins. Uh, trying to remember who it was. I'm trying to, the story won't come back to me, but it will, I hope. It'll come. Somebody heard the Lord say, I'm here and all your sins are forgiven. Isn't that beautiful? Okay. We know in regard to those who love God, He works together all things for good. Now, those who are called according to the plan, because those He foreknew, He foreordained to be conformed to the image of His Son so that He would be the firstborn among many brothers Those he foreordained, he called. Those he called, he justified. Those he justified, he glorified. He will glorify, but he's already glorified. We walk around with Almighty God inside of us. The Holy Spirit moving, loving, inspiring, protecting, praying in us. And if we learn to yield to that powerful intercession, that's always heard. Why? Well, it's Paul tells us. Because the Father sees who's praying. It's the Spirit praying according to the mind of the Father for all the saints of God, so we're heard. Now that's something, isn't it? So now, he ends this chapter. We have lots of more verses to go. I hope we make them. Uh, What then shall we say to all this? If God is with us, who is against us? Who cares? You know, God's with us. He who did not spare his own son but handed him over for us. Oh, wait a minute. That's too much. When you talk about paradirome, hand over, that's what Judas did. Judas handed him over to Pilate. Pilate handed him over to the Jews. The Jews handed him over to crucifixion. We have that. It's a synonym for the whole passion process. That's why it says there in Galatians, you see. I, uh, I live not on our Christ who lives in me. You know, he loved me and gave himself over for me to the passion. And now it says, you see, that the father handed him over. The father handed his own son. Well, I don't know how many others, but St. Thomas stops there. Says, boy, what can that possibly mean? And he finally says, you know what it means? He inspired Jesus with such a love that Jesus could hardly stop himself from running to the cross for us. It was the love in his heart. So, he wasn't betrayed by the Father. He was inspired by the Father. You see? And that's why uh, he handed himself over. How then will he not give us all things? So, what are we afraid of? Who will bring a charge against the elect of God? God, who makes just? Who is the one condemning? Christ Jesus who died more than that was raised who is at the right hand of God and who is interceding for us that's the intercession the Holy Spirit puts in our hearts you see so who's going to separate us from the love of Christ tribulation or anguish or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword no as it stands written yes the psalm says for your sake we're put today the whole day long We are reckoned as sheep for slaughter, but in all these things we conquer gloriously because of the one who loved us. You see how he ends this chapter? It's a triumph. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. This is the gospel. The Lord God himself in his lovely, beautiful, incarnate son is interceding for us. He died for us. That's what it says, isn't it? You know? Christ who died more than that was raised? So then he ends. For I am convinced that neither death nor life or angels or principalities, neither things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So what are we afraid of? Go to God. And and, and, Tell him you you love him. Not well, but you love him. Go to God and tell him you want to love him. And can you please, Lord, Holy Spirit, stir up love in me. Oh, I mean, I know that means I have to die to self, and I'm lousy at that, but don't quit. Keep at it. I would love to die in an act of love. I'd love to love you so much that i died just loving you. I don't know if I'm worthy of such a grace. I can't bring it about, but you can. So that's the gospel. You see why he's not ashamed of it? Those are the realities. The Trinity has come down to the very depth of our misery. And the Father so fills his Son with love that he couldn't save himself from grasping all of us to his heart and bringing us to the humiliation, the darkness, the pain, the insult, the torture of the cross, so that in an act of love, he could bring us all back to the Father. And then, as he died, he handed over the Spirit. And the Spirit witnesses to us, in our spirit, you see, that all of this is for true. This is real, folks. And we have hope. That's why St. Peter says, you know, be ready to tell everybody, why are you so hopeful i mean you're looking at the stock market the same way we are you know you get sick like we do you know some of your kids are cutting up at time how come you're so hopeful because the holy spirit witnesses to my spirit and i know the love of the father how do i know because when i pray the holy spirit will move in me and with a love that goes far beyond anything could ever fit in my heart I say, Abba to God. And I know, I mean it because of the work of the Holy Spirit. And what am I doing? I'm praying just like Jesus. I'm praying and saying exactly what Jesus says. And the Father is enormously pleased. Now you say, I mean, look, He's infinite. He has the Son and Spirit. So how can I make Him pleased? That shows you how dumb we are. We just don't get love, do we? He loves us. That's the gospel. That's this chapter. So it starts off, if you remember how it starts off, and now, meaning the messianic age now, you see, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has freed you from the regime, the law of sin and death. You're not under that r- regime anymore, with law and sin and death. The law that you have is the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, and this is just what He promised, isn't it? And this is the law I will give them. I will write my law within my heart, in their heart. I will give them my Spirit. I'll place my Spirit within them, and nobody has to tell his brother, "Know the Lord." They'll all know me, which means what? They'll all acknowledge me. They'll experience me. They'll obey me. They'll all know me. Why? From the least to the greatest. Because I will forgive their sins. And their transgressions I will remember no more. What I'll look at is my spirit in them. Coming out to me with the very prayer of my own beloved son. And I will be thrilled. Even though it's all my work. I am so thrilled to see them sharing it. Amen.